When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Search SENQLD or TikTok, SENQLD as well. And remember, if you've missed anything on the show, you can download the SEN app and catch up with the best of Pat and Heels. And these are things that our next guest will be saying regularly very shortly. <laughs> Tim Payne, a very good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. You've joined the, uh, you've joined the SEN team. Yes, I have. I um, had a brief stint. So I... Oh, God, a couple of years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and Jack Rewalt did it for, I think, about a 10-week show and then um, got a bit busy again. So I'm glad to be back and I'm um, looking forward to getting back on air. So when You've are been you doing that a little bit, Pony, haven't you? You've, you thought you'd go back and have a little test of Shield cricket again at the end of last year yeah. and all. No, I'm out of that now and moving yeah, on. Yeah, had enough. Yeah, I think it's time, mate. 38, I'd, I was hanging on by thread into the last couple of Shield games, so... <laughs> um, yeah, I've enjoyed the last sort of six months' retirement, that's for sure. Mate, so, how good is it when we see and hear about an Ashes tour? <laughs> you, you know, you you led us to retain the urn last time, but yep. uh, you must have really great memories of that lush Lord's deck. Yeah, I do. It's, I was just talking to a few mates yesterday and saying how, how jealous I am. I, I haven't missed playing until this week, and you'd know, Hill, there's, there's probably nothing better than... There's probably two. There's the Boxing Day week and... Um, the week at Lords, I think, are the, probably the two highlights for any Australian Test cricketer, and um, it was great to see we got off to a good start last night. Yes. Yeah, so what about the challenges? Sorry, Paddy, I'll just just go one more. What are the challenges of wicket keeping at Lords, and yeah. and the gee, the stress that Johnny Bairstow must be under. Yeah, I think well, Johnny had a bit of a stink in uh, in the first Test, but look, he's had a long layoff. Um, he obviously had a horrific injury, breaking his leg really badly, and. Um, you know, it's not easy to step back into high-level sports. So um, I thought he kept a little bit better last night. But, yeah, England can certainly, as you know, be a, a bit of a challenge with the wobble and uh, movement after it goes past the bat. But um, I think a bit like India, it's a different challenge, but similar in the fact that you've just got to keep your basics, um, you know, your basic techniques and your fundamentals and then just not let it allow it to get into your into your mind. I think they're the, mm. the times where you have an absolute stinker in those conditions. Is more of a battle of the mind. You, I mean, you're not playing test cricket if you can't catch the ball. So at times you've just got to go back to the basics, dumb it right down, and, and stay as still as you can and catch the ball, and you'll uh, and you'll be fine. I think I know the answer to this one, but no less a pundit than uh, Jimmy Maxwell has said that you know folks should be in this English side <laughs> and bear stay there just as a, as a batter. Yeah, he said you need to. Sp- pick a specialist keeper and there's no doubt that Bairstow's missteps in the first test yeah. were super costly yeah and, oh yeah well obviously but I don't think he was on his own and, and Ben Stokes said that wasn't it there was plenty of moments and there always is over a five-day test that you can you can go back and and find a wicket or or run here and there and um, yeah he had a bad test but I think during the test match I remember watching and they actually put up these stats of of stumpings and catches and they're actually higher than folks so although he doesn't 
always look a million dollars with the gloves on. He's and and certainly when I've played against him in Test cricket and white ball cricket, he's always been really really effective. So, yeah, okay. um, and we know we know how good he is as a batter as well, and the style of cricket that they're trying to play. So he certainly fits that mould. And as I said, he's, he's had a long layoff. Um, I'd expect he will get better, and I know the Aussies really respect him and know how dangerous a cricketer is. He can, he can swing a test match in an hour. So yeah. um, I, I thought at the start of the series, had they picked Ben Folks, I reckon the Aussie camp would have been really happy. So okay. um, we will see. I mean, Ben Folks is a world-class wicketkeeper. We have no doubt about that. But I, I think the match-winning ability of Johnny Bairstow though, is why they've gone that way at the start of the series. Yeah, I tell you what, the Australians be quite happy with this long tail that they've picked, gone with four yeah. quicks. And I had to look up Josh yeah. Tung's first-class record. He's only averaging 13 with the bat, so he's not going to be yeah. much better than the others. So the Australians could have some real fun once we get them six down. Yeah, I think so. And, and particularly with Starkey coming back in with that extra speed and ability to come around the wicket and, and create different angles and bowl bounces. I mean, we've yep. seen Broad and, and Anderson for years really struggle with Starkey. They have nightmares, I reckon. Um, knowing what they're going to get when they come to the crease, which is something we probably lacked in the in the first test, although we still cleaned up the order. I think, you know, Starkey's ability to, to clean up a tail, especially one that's vulnerable, as you said, from six down is going to be a key factor. And, and the opposite of that in at Edgebaston, we saw that our tail can hang around because of their lack of airspeed. There's no fear. Um, and so a Paddy Cummins and a Nathan Lyon and a Scotty Boland can cause you some headaches. When that's the case, and then in, in this test match, put on top of that, they haven't got a, a spinner, although Joe Root took a couple of wickets last night. A frontline spinner. Um, yeah, I think the Aussies will be looking to get through this first half an hour tonight and then bat really, really big. What's your thoughts about uh, Anderson, Tim? I mean, uh, I went through the, the stats for the first two tests so far. It's 53 overs, yeah. uh, one for 138. And, you know, the, the, the atmosphere and the, and the pitch that he was presented with last night, they probably would have wanted more out yeah. of him early. Yeah, well, no, I think he created the chance, to be honest. He, yeah. he got a nick off Usman, didn't it? went between keeper and, and first slip, which we, you'd like to probably, Hughes, I don't know your thoughts, you'd like to see your keeper at least going for that. But I thought, yep. you know, a good first slipper would have also caught it, to be totally fair. I think it was one of those ones that they probably both could have could have taken. But, um, yeah, look, Jimmy Anderson's one of the all-time greats of the game, so he'd be a brave man to ride him off, particularly with the Dukes ball in England. And, um, you know, I think the first... Test match wicket, he said himself, was his his kryptonite. Um, I must admit, when he was running in last night and and Davey Warner and and Uzi was starting the thing, I was I was a bit nervous. I thought mm. with Broad and Anderson going, that um, you know, had they have put on, but maybe we do, are looking at Jimmy and Broadie as the players they were, and maybe not what they are right now. So it'll be interesting. I mean, if we can keep getting overs into them, I thought it was telling us late last night. I don't know if you guys were up, but. Geez, they looked tired in the field, and I thought Ollie Robinson looked tired as well. Um, you know, he's talked a lot in the last week and in the lead up to the Ashes series, and then get the conditions they got last night, and he was running in bowling 125 kilometres in a Test match. It's not going to trouble too many players. So, yes, his, his numbers are good at the moment, Ollie Robinson. But if you're going to talk a big game and then front up in probably the biggest <laughs> Test match of of the summer, which is the Lord Test match, and roll them out at 125, I think you'd be pretty disappointed. What about what our our current players are saying? Nothing, are they? They're they're not biting at all yeah. at the bait that they're putting yeah. out. But geez, our former players are going hard. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We all love it, don't we? I think we we're all probably want to be those current players. You don't have to talk when you're actually in the contest and and living the dream. We all probably wish we were there still and 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 hope that our bodies would still be able, but we're not. So the only way we can get involved is to talk a bit of rubbish and, and try and stir it up. But yeah, I think the the 
the quiet sort of nature of our of our team at the moment shows, I think, a really mature and and really confident cricket team who know how they're going to go about it and and believe if they play anywhere near their best, they're going to clean up this England side. So there's no need to talk. You talk about best though being able to turn it on a dime. So too head. I mean, 77 of 73 balls. He, he he can be such an influence in these big matches. So we, we finished the day at five for three thirty nine. How do you read it now? Oh, I think given the conditions, we're miles in front. There's no doubt about that. I thought you know a score around three hundred. If you you were honest, you probably would have taken after being thrown in. But um, yeah, so I think we're ahead of the game. Obviously, I would be lovely if Travis Head was still on and in and he was on 80 or 90 not out but um, you know, I think his attacking approach is at times going to be he's, he's un, uh, it's going to bring him unstuck but at the same time you saw how quickly he changed that game and, and swung the momentum of it and he makes it easier for the guys at the other end so mm. um, yeah we're in a great position Alex Carey played really really well in the first inning Steve Smith looked as good as I've seen him look for a long time last night so as I said I think the first half an hour as it always is in England is, is the key we can get through that with Alex and, and Steve Smith still at the crease and um, Pat Cummins playing well, Nathan Lyon playing well with the bat. Um, you throw Starkey back in, who's you know more than capable than probably the rest of our tail. I think you know a score of four fifty plus and um, and throw them in on that wicket will be well ahead of the game. And and pretty quickly, uh, Pony, just just your thoughts and and tribute to Nathan Lyon playing a hundred consecutive matches, <clears throat> unbelievable. Yeah, it's an extraordinary effort, isn't it? Um, and I think Paddy Cummins hit the nail on the head last night, which you know it's not just about his his fitness. Um, you know, as a, for a bowler to play a hundred tests, as a spinner to be picked for a hundred test matches in a row in any conditions around mm. the world is is a credit to him and shows you just how good he is, the ability to adapt. You know, from flat wickets to spinning wickets to green seamers, you never leave Nathan Lyon out of your team. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's, well you know, the biggest credit you can you can give a man. He, he can play in all conditions um, and adapt and play a role that he needs for the team. So it's been, you know, an amazing effort from him. And uh, I think he's still got plenty left in him. Tim Payne, welcome back to the SEN family. And thank you for your thoughts today. They're invaluable. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Payne. No worries, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Former Australian test skipper and wicketkeeper Tim Payne joining us there. SEN's coverage of the second test live from Lords starts from seven tonight. So maybe a little earlier start to the uh, play as well. So probably, I don't know, maybe quarter to eight, 20 to eight heels. We may see them uh, out in the field. SENQ or the SEN app.